I have been blessed greatly throughout my life, but one of them is that I have fairies that live at the bottom of my garden. And, and this is one of them. There's another big one over there as well. Uh, I, there's two things that happened. Costa Mitchell last week was absolutely brilliant, and I was taken by him amazingly. First time I ever heard him teach. But then this one, Shea Kate Cornish, had called a meeting for the families on the property. She wanted to share something with us. So on Sunday afternoon, there it was, out in the garden. We had benches up. We had to start with prayer, and we had singing to do, and she shared something which was absolutely amazing. And that's what we've come to share with you this morning. Because it tied together. You ready? What are you going to do? My story is about Moses. He got adopted. Then he had all he wanted. He had a palace and all he wanted in his life. He saw how the slave treaters were treating the slaves, so he murdered one of them. He felt bad, so he ran away. A few years later, he got a job as a shepherd, and he saw a bush on fire. He walked up to it, and it was the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the land of the Egyptians and to bring them back up out of that, that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. You can learn any lesson from this, but the lesson to learn is that you must let the Lord speak through you. And that's what I did on Sunday, and I'm doing now. (laughs) Are you going to tell them about the rest of it, or do I tell them? I can tell them, all right. It started off because she, they they read stuff, she's at... uh, Hillcrest Christian Academy, and they have assembly, and they did a, what was it, a reading or a sharing that the person spoke about hearing from God? Sharing. Sharing. And she heard. She heard. But she's done more than that, and this is what we're here for. Her and her friend have got together, and they thought, well, what can we do about this? What is it that we're going to share? What are we going to do? And they come up with this scheme. And today is your lucky day, because the scheme is that they are going to give you a piece of fudge in exchange for a book, any book. And they're going to collect all these books and take them down into the valley and give them to the needy schools down there. How's that? All right? So after the service, you can meet us out there. We'll give you the fudge first. So as Costa was... You remember how Costa spoke about the, the drain pipe, you know, in, out? Well, we're actually putting in to get back, to put out. All right, so we're doing one more move. But there is a bit of a problem because Jonathan got wind of this and he's put up his whole library (laughs) for the whole lot. So if you don't get in early, but I think Jane's put a stop to it anyway. But how's that? Bless you. All right, so we'll see you later. Oh, and thanks, Al, for letting us do that. Not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Wonderful. If we can take up an offering, Lord, we, do, we just thank you for your blessings and your abundance in our lives, and we thank you that everything we have comes from you. We thank you for, 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 for life and, and everything, Lord. 
And so as we give and we sow back into your kingdom, we ask, Lord, that you would multiply this money. And I ask, Lord, that you would bless us all as we give, as we give to you. Amen. Sandy. I'm so pleased that you shared what you did because, because I've got something similar. And I'm just so excited because of what Costa shared with us last week. He was such, such a steward of what was on the Lord's heart. And it made such an impact in my life to be a drain pipe. I, mean, I know that the Lord has wanted us to do that all along, but he, was, he gave us such encouragement to do so. And um, there's so many things have happened this week. I can't even explain it all, and I don't, can't even explain spiritually. But we, I won't know. God has done so, so much. But while I was running this morning, I just felt the Lord said to me, there's something I wa- he wanted me to share with you, and it was something I'd totally forgotten because, as I said, there were so many things that happened. On Monday morning, um, I went to go and teach. Um, I'm a music teacher, and I went to go and teach. And the little boy who was supposed to come for his lesson, I sent somebody to call him. And he came to me and I said, Nick, your lesson is going to be when the bell rings. I want to remind you, I know the break time's changed, but I want you to remember to come for your lesson. The bell rang and there was no Nicholas. I was getting very upset because I'd spoken to him personally. And obedience to me is a very, very important thing. So I picked up my telephone because I had it there. And I phoned my husband, who so happens to be the head of the school. And he didn't answer... (laughs) Because what, what, what I've done before, I, I find obedience so important, so important. Before when I've taught and I've been at a school where my husband was, and he was the head of the previous school I was teaching at, I used to take the children to the office to let them know really how important this was. But he didn't answer. And I had 15 minutes, 15 minutes went past before Nicholas walked through that door. And I said, Lord, I, I've seen red but Lord, please help me to see what you see. Help me to be that drain pipe. And Nicholas came through that door. And I can't tell you the words that came. I can't even remember. But such power that I spoke to this boy and I said to him, my boy, I love you. And it's for that reason that I want you to be obedient. And I explained about what happens if God says something to you. God showed me this boy's life before him, what he could become. And I said, right now, Nicholas, you can choose between death and life. The Holy Spirit was there. It was just the most profound thing. The tears were just pouring down his face. The tears were pouring down my face. And I was saying, Lord, help us to be obedient. Help us to be obedient. And then the Lord said to me this morning, there's a scripture in Isaiah which we read. And he said to me, "We, we are more profoundly spiritual beings than human beings than worldly beings. We actually are spiritual beings. That's who he's made us to be. And whenever I've read this passage from Isaiah, I've always read it as a a human thing. But he said to me, it's a spiritual thing. And that's what he did this morning when he said, I want to break the yoke. I want to break the bondage. That is what he was doing. He said, is not the kind of fasting I, is this not is not the kind of fasting I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice, the spiritual injustice, what the devil's doing, to loosen it and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free, the oppressed who are oppressed by the evil one, and break every yoke. Is not, 
Is it not to share your food with the hungry, what the Lord gives you into your heart to share with those who are hungry for him? Isn't that what he's given us to do? And to provide the poor, the poor wanderer with shelter, those who are exhausted, those who are wandering in the desert who don't know the Lord, to be their shelter. When you see the naked, to clothe them, spiritually naked, and not turn away from your own flesh and blood, your own family, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the Lord, the glory of the Lord will be your reward. Sorry, will be your, your rear guard. I'm going to need some glasses. <laughs> then you will call and the Lord will answer and will cry for help and he will say, Here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, the spiritual oppression, with the pointing finger and the malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry to give to those who are hungry spiritually and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, those who are oppressed spiritually, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath, that's not just the Sabbath, that's every day. Every day. And from doing as you please on my holy day. Lord, I'm your drain pipe. What do you want to do? I want to join your dance. If you call the Sabbath a delight, every day God's delight, and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way, Lord, here I am, and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, but speaking the words that he puts into your mouth, then you will find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And I went on running. And I I I mean, this is what I read this morning. This is what he said. And then I went for it. I was running this morning. He said to me, and I want, these people were hooting at the runners, waving and shouting to encourage their family and their friends. He said, I want you, church, I want you to encourage each other. I want you to phone. I want you to, when I prompt, I want you to encourage each other in the ways of the Lord. To build each other up daily. In the ways of the Lord. And as I went down the road, a man was walking with a pram. And there was a little baby in the pram. And I ran past him. And the Lord said to me, go and tell him that I'm pleased with him. And I said, Lord, he said, go and tell him that I'm pleased with him. Encourage him. So I ran back and I said, excuse me, sir. And I put my hand on his arm. He was taken aback. But I said, God, the Lord God says that he is pleased with you. And the Lord said to me, because... You, have, you are doing this in support of your wife who is running that race. You're providing her an opportunity to do something that she loves by taking care of your son. And he said, oh, it's just give, a give and take, you know. I said, sir, it's love. I said, today is Valentine's Day, I know, but you go and love your wife, sir, always. God said, be obedient. God said, be encouraged. And just for our grandfather who came and spoke just now, This is a scripture which God gave me this morning, but I give it to you because I feel it's for you. He says, 
I'm sorry, I need the light. <laughs> Maybe a pair of specs. But anyway. As for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit who is on you and my words that I have put in your mouth will not depart from your mouth or from the mouths of your children or from the mouths of their descendants wow. from this time on wow. and forever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Has anybody just got anything else to share from uh, Costa's ministry last week? Just any highlight, any... I know Jonathan's going to add to it. But for me, just one of the little things was, as we walk in the Spirit, as we walk with God, we are always out of our depth. And we, 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 we lack formulas and we like to get everything, all our ducks in a row and what's going to happen and not going to happen. But the more I walk with Jesus, the more I realize that each moment of the day I'm having to shout help, help, 